Hello, I'm Phelan McAleer. And I'm Anne McElhenney. And welcome to the Anne and Phelan Scoop, all the way from uh, Belgrade, Serbia, and on the first day of the shoot of My Son Hunter. Um, so, a lot of activity yes. around here, so you'll see we're plenty of people yes. setting up at the moment. This is uh, My Son Hunter, the true story of Hunter Biden and Biden family corruption, which you have funded. This is the, all. This is this is what you paid for. Thank you very much. We're going to tell the truth about Biden family corruption. We got cameramen. We got grips. We got people. Uh, makeup people. People doing costumes. Lots of equipment. Apparently, an actor or two as well. Yeah, and uh, actors. I think they're off getting getting made up right now. Yes. Um, and we're on the tw we're on the tenth floor of the Metropole Hotel, downtown Serbia. We're going to be filming... Mel Belgrade. Belgrade. Belgrade, Serbia. Yes, and we're going to be filming, I believe, a scene uh, about one of Hunter Biden's... Uh, many, many, many... business dealings. dealings. I think he did a lot of business dealings mm. in a hotel uh, restaurants. Uh, this is the restaurant of the, of the Hotel Metropole. So um, outside you can catch a little glimpse of... Out, out there... Early morning light. Yes, the very early morning light, 7 a.m., Serbia. 7 a.m. Serbia, uh, what is it in the rest of the world? And it's, it's nine hours um, difference from LA. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm still recovering. I didn't sleep last night. Yes. So a little bit, little bit of jet lag problems, but, but you know, but it's so, all very exciting. Well, anyway, we thought we'd introduce you the, to Serbia, to Belgrade, to the My Son Hunter movie. Don't forget, you can still help make it happen by going to mysonhunter.com. Uh, but by the way, we have a, a packed show today. Well, actually, tell people what happened. So Lawrence Fox has arrived. Lawrence uh, has arrived. He arrived over the weekend. Robert Davy has been here. Who else has arrived? Jo uh, John James, has, is, who's going to play President Biden, has arrived. Um, they've been rehearsing. They've been going, running. We ran through the script. And every day something happens. You know, some some drama happens, as you can imagine, with all the moving parts that are going on. Yeah. Here. We had one of our actors, one, yes. one of one of the actors that we had, and you know, his mother died, and yeah, we yeah. had to have him replaced at the last minute. Yeah. And this is the kind of stuff that happens, obviously, and, in a real in a real movie setting. And three members of the crew actually. Uh, or tested, have tested positive for COVID during the uh, during the run up to this. So, COVID is a is a constant worry. So you'll notice a lot of people are wearing masks. We're not yeah. wearing our masks right now just because of the fact that because we're, we're recording. This. Yeah, yes. but yeah, I think everyone else is wearing masks, and we're very we're careful with that. So, what's on the show today? And there's lots. Of, we'll talk about that later. But I want to talk about you know, given where we are, I want to talk about the, obviously the Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin. Uh, Tragedy. Tragedy, I suppose yes. is the word for it. Um, and uh, it's, there's lots, it's, it's, it's multi-layered what's, what's going on. And I'd like to talk about the media response to it as well and uh, how they seem to be definitely giving one of their own a pass. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll go out. I think we're going to do the podcast from the balcony looking, overlooking Belgrade, Serbia. But this is my son, Hunter. This is the movie. This is only the beginning. Yeah, stay uh, tuned. Stay tuned. And what we're going to do is we're going to be bringing the podcast from here for the next four weeks yes. during the shoot. Yes. So we'll have lots of news from the set. We'll have lots of actors joining us. Not today. Today I think we're not going to have an actor joining no, us. No, I think... Because I think they're under a bit of pressure today. Yes. But this is the first location we're at and we're going to be in a different location yeah. this afternoon I'm, and on a different location tomorrow. So we're on the move all the time. And I'm that's one of the reasons why you came out early with the rest of the crew to do these location scouting, finding these really cool places in Belgrade where they can yeah. shoot this movie. And also don't 
don't forget to check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter accounts, My Son Hunter, because we'll be dropping pictures and interviews all along for the yeah. next four weeks. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, bringing you up to date, telling you how we're spending the money that you raised to make to get the truth out. Because don't forget, Hollywood is, wants to suppress this. The mainstream media wants to suppress this. But we're not going to allow that to happen. You're not going to allow that to happen. So thank you, and let's go on with the rest of the podcast. Yeah. So. We also want to bring you a piece of hot news. You may have seen it, I don't know. John James, uh, the actor, is joining the Mice and Hunter production as he's going to play Joe Biden. Now, you, of course, you remember John James. He was Jeff from Dynasty, or as you people say, Dynasty. He was in the Colbys. Uh, I think he was voted sexiest man alive for most of the 80s. He's, he's, uh, he's, fla- he's flown all the way from LA, Nashville, uh, to to Serbia to play Joe Biden. It's a role, he, he really wants to play it. It's a very challenging role for an actor because playing a public figure, it's hard to get away from the, the mimicry uh, to be an actual actor. But there's so much going on between Hunter Biden and Joe Biden in the Mice on Hunter movie. As I say, it's King Lear. It's, it's, Joe knows he's an addict, but sees him as a business opportunity. Hunter wants the approval of his father but knows he can never get it because he's not Bo Biden. There's so much going on. And then you add in the corruption, the international travel, the intrigue, all of that. It's a great story. And I think that's why John James wanted to be part of it. Uh, he may pop in for a few minutes later on in the podcast. We're not sure. It's, it's organized chaos here, as you can see. People are very busy. They're doing things. And uh, there's a lot of work to be done to get John James to look like Joe Biden, given that John's 10 or 15 years younger than Joe Biden. But uh, we've got some great special effects people, and they're going to work their magic. So watch this space to see the results. Thank you. So let's start the podcast. It's week 84, one year, eight months. It's the two weeks to flatten the curve lockdown. Five months since it was revealed that Hunter Biden used the N-word, and the mainstream media had failed to report it. Um, and, uh, you know... We're what, in Belgrade. We're here? I'm here now. Yes, you're here now. Yes. And uh, came on a 13-hour flight from Los Angeles to Istanbul and then Istanbul to Belgrade. Yes, yes. And everyone smokes here. Yes. I can, I can assure you now that uh, everyone smokes here and they smoke indoors. Yeah. And it's amazing how you forget that that happens. And uh, we're going to talk obviously more about the, 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 sh- the shooting of the, of the film that you helped fund. We're going to talk about that later on in the show. What else is on the show, Anne? We're going to talk about... Well, interesting, talking, talking about shooting on sets. Oh. I know, rather, rather awkward oh. segue there. We are probably going to talk a little bit about yeah, what happened. Well, we're going to give you the insight on Alec Baldwin uh, and what happens uh, and what should have happened on his film set. And I'll remind you about my wild weekend with the volatile Mr. Baldwin and his mercurial temperament. And we've had one of our, one of you fabulous watchers, listeners, ask about the cats. So we'll bring you an update on the cats. Yeah, because they... they they sort of imply that we killed them and buried them because they said, I haven't seen any pictures of the cats recently. It's yes, like, they're still a, alive. There's a definite implication that we've done something nefarious. Um, and later on the show, Oxfam has to choose. Oxfam, the, the development charity, the charity that, that I think it's even a Catholic charity, is it? That uh, feeds starving children. They had to choose between starving children and the horrible trans lobby. And guess who they chose? Um, and a personal favourite of mine, Republicans have learned nothing from Trump. And they seem determined to learn nothing, uh, so they do the same thing they ever did, and hire the same blood-sucking, incompetent consultants uh, who uh, are who give them kickbacks with their own money, or even sometimes don't even give them kickbacks. That's how incompetent they are. So uh, 
it's just more of the same. And it's why Republicans win nothing. So, and kiss me, I'm Irish. Now the Irish need permission from the government uh, to get down with it. And that's sad, 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 but that's the way Ireland is at the moment. And I'd recommend for people to make red, red pepper soup because it is very cold in Belgrade. And I think it's very cold in a lot of parts of the world. And I think I talked about red pepper soup before. Yes. But I noticed that the red pepper soup recipe is not with the recipes. Oh. So just in case no one learned about this amazing recipe of mine, which I got from a very good friend of mine in Aspen. Thank you very much, Melanie. Uh, same Melanie, by the way, that wrote the amazing story about the dog. But um, I'm talking of dogs. We have a little bit of a new dog story as well this week. Do we? Yes. What dog Anthony story? Fauci oh. now is going to get cancelled, by the way. It's kind Actually, of interesting, Fauci. by the way. Fauci is going to get, eventually, is eventually going to get us comeuppance. And what he's going to get comeuppance for? It's what he did to dogs. Yes. Horrible story that we've heard um, about. Just now. I just want to say, if you hear some noise in the background, that is the crew uh, packing up after uh, a morning of the first day of shoot of My Son Hunter. Uh, just to say, My Son Hunter, funded by you, thank you so much. Uh, we project is is 2.5 million. Uh, we're I think we're almost at 1.7 million now. So please give what you can. We do get we we do get your donations every week uh, but now and we do appreciate them. and, we and do it's amazing I mean you look around here and you look at some of that footage that we're showing now you show that of the footage. amount of people yeah. look at the, look at the number of people that are working here incredibly professional staff I mean I was just thinking like last night when you know when I was going to bed at like nine o'clock or whatever everyone else here continued to work people were working up until midnight last night down in the pub smoking, downstairs, down smoking, in the lobby, heavily. smoking heavily getting very stressed but really, really busy and incredibly professional. And then this morning we started at just after after 6.30 this morning, yes. people had a call for breakfast. So this is the kind of, these are really long days. These are really professional, fabulous people and we're really yes. happy to be working with them, but everyone needs to be paid. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so just, I mean, have a look at some of these shots from this morning. Um, a lot going on. Uh, Robert's, Robert's? He's great. He's, he's an artist. He's, he's an artist, and he's really good getting the best out of out of the actors. We're really yes. it's wonderful to watch him, and he's he's got a beautiful eye for for detail. Yeah, and over the weekend, Lawrence arrived. Lawrence Fox arrived, who's playing Hunter Biden. John James, who is playing uh, Joe Biden, arrived, and uh, he hasn't yet been on the set. Uh, John hasn't, but Lawrence was on this morning. Sterling performance, and John is. John is spending a lot of time with his hairdresser, I think. Yes, uh, I think there's a lot of looks being worked yes, on. Yes, uh, because actually, funny enough, John is, is 10 years younger than Biden, or maybe more. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of work to get him. Uh, aging to, him up a little aging bit. Aging him and making him a little bit more decrepit. Yes, yes. yes so there you go. So there's a, there is a lot of work. Um, but Belgrade, Anne, what do you think of Belgrade? I think it's gorgeous here, actually. A city with two two rivers, right? So one of the rivers is the Danube, actually. So but I like, think some but of like those Oma. Cruises, Oma has two rivers. No, not so much, Phelan. But yeah, but we walked around on Sunday a little bit. Oma does have two rivers. Oma County to Rome, where I'm from, has two rivers. Not quite as, as uh, impressive or as dramatic or as romantic as the Danube, however. But really nice. What's, the other, the, what's the other river, Anne? Here in Belgrade. Uh -huh. No, I don't know what the name of the other river it is. Uh, we'll ask our... Uh, it's Saba, isn't it? The oh, Saba, he's not. Oh, the Saba cameraman, and the Nikolai, the cameraman okay. is nodding. But during the weekend, lots of people out walking, um, and there's lots of there's a very, very vibrant kind of coffee society life yes. here. 
There are lots and lots of small cafes serving drinks, serving coffee, serving soups, and people still at this time of the year, coming to the very end of October, yeah. sitting outside. And I'm wondering when does that end? When do they stop sitting? Well, outside the weather ain't bad, and they tell me the weather never gets really bad. You know, well, it's, it's, it's pretty not, cold this morning. Now. Yeah, I think we're all finding it a little chilly. I mean, you're noticing what we're all wearing. Phil? We've got yes. our woolly well, we are. The, one of the thing was the doors were open. There was a draft coming through. There was clean corn, you know. So uh, it, 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 there is, you know, but. Up until now, it's been okay that you can sit out most days. Um, yeah, it's definitely, we, we spent a lot of time in Bucharest, Romania, in our past, and this, is, uh, this has a sense of, Belgrade has a sense that it was part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire, it has that great empire city feel. Um, yes, but it has a lot of, also an awful lot of communist era buildings that, you know, that yes. have a very distinctive look. There's the script, in fact. Uh, and there's the, look, actually there's, what they call the sides. The sides. That was what we shot today, and I, I don't know if you can see that. Uh, it says, My Son Hunter, shooting script yellow, shooting day one sides. And this is what we are filming today. We're just... We're we, halfway through it. Halfway through it. And, uh, I mean, it's, an, it's, an, uh, it's... Look at the complexity of the call sheet, you know? Weather, nearest hospital, uh, you know, all the different scenes, all the actors who are supposed to be on, you know, it's... There is organization here that would make your head spin. It really is three pages of organization. Like there, there's all the people who are on. on it's a lot of people. Art director, production designer, property buyer, prep decorator, lighting tech, best boy, main gaffer, lighting tech one, lighting tech two, lighting tech three, AD, first AD. Talking of ADs, let's let's talk about Alec Baldwin. Um, there's been a lot of talk about Alec Baldwin. I, you know, very often. I don't want to jump into something if I've got nothing interesting or original to say. But I think we are now in this hotel. There's three different uh, movies and TV series being shot here. Uh, I also have an experience of Alec Baldwin. So, so Alec Baldwin, several years ago, uh, he's, he's the chairman of the Hampton International Film Festival. And he was doing something about fracking. And he wanted to have a panel afterwards, and he sent out to someone a, you know, we want a pro-fracky person for the panel. And this person said, oh, I know a pro-fracking fracking filmmaker uh, who could come on. And, you know, it's a film festival. One film McAleer. I mean, we made Frack Nation. And they phoned me up and said, would you come on? I said, of course. You know, I'll always go anywhere to discuss fracking. But you're not believing a word of these what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Look who we've been joined by now. Ah, it is the one and only John, John James. James. Hello, everyone. Well, I didn't, I Thank didn't, you didn't John. recognize her, John. Oh, are they, working on your, are they working on your hair? They will be in about two hours. Oh, there you are. We out, were just discussing I'm going to pop out as Joe Biden. I like it. I like I it. Do. Aren't yes. we very lucky to be joined by John? Yes, yes John. Well, have fun, everybody. We'll see you, I'm sure, a yes, couple of times. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. That was quite you shocking. See, that's just what happens when you're on the set yes. of a movie. Yes. So yeah. So Alec. Uh, so I accepted the invitation uh, to debate, and then I think what happened was I think Josh Fox, who's a friend of Alec Baldwin's, phoned him and says, "You can't have this guy on." And then Alec, I think it was a Friday night, and he started maybe I'm suggesting maybe he took a few beers. Oh yes, there was a lot of there was a tweeting. There was a tweeting, then, back was a, and forth tweeting that went on. It wasn't much back and forth. It was more of a tweet storm from his behalf. And I would write, you know, and look at the look at the abuse he sent me by email or by tweet. And, and I would say, look, you challenged me to a debate. You asked, you invited me to a debate. Stop and you know, do what you do. But like, I'm not. I, I'm. I'll turn up and. 
in the end, he rescinded the invitation, uh, made fun of my name, made fun of my nationality, called me a stinking this and all. I mean, as the night went on, it, the abuse became more and more... Uh, irrational. Uh, abusive. Yeah, irrational. That was it. It was, it was the irrationality. He invited me to a debate, I, I, you know, a forum. And it's like, then he kind of had buyer's remorse. And it's like, dude, I, I'm... I'm willing to go, and by the way, if I don't go, like uh, um, that's fine also. But don't be taking it out on me, and don't you know? Do you want a debate or not, or do you want anyway? So that was one of the things. I mean, Alec Baldwin, right, has a history of attacking photographers, assaulting photographers, getting thrown off attacking planes. Attacking his own children, by the way. Well, verbally assaulting, verbally attacking his own children. Um, you know, there is a volatility to Alec Baldwin which I didn't like my fellow journalists in the initial hour or two after the shooting on the set with these headlines, accidental shooting, right? Because at that early stage, it was an apparently accidental shooting. And when you have Alec Baldwin, you have to tread very carefully. Because you're not 100% sure. You're not 100% sure what happened and what, whether it was disputes on the set or anything. Anyway, it has turned out, right? But protocol... And then there's the legal aspect of it, and I suppose this is the protocol, and then there's the civil aspect of it. So the protocol is, it's very strict. Uh, there's an armorer, and there's a, a first AD, and I've spoken to several first ADs in this hotel uh, who, you know, are very clear. Their job is to, to, to take the weapon from the armorer, and the armorer tells them it's a cold weapon, and they then, but they then look at it. They open the cartridge. They check the bullets. They check as well. They check, and they hand it to the actor. Now they all also tell me that the actor is supposed to check it, right? But um, I think there's also a point that the actor is not meant to point it at. Well, that, at that's anyone. that's an, that's yeah. So so that's another point is that an actor should never point a weapon at anyone. And in fact, if you see in the movies where someone is pointing a gun at someone like that and firing right right in front of them. that is fake that is shot in a way that the, that they are not pointing it directly, pointing at, anyone. It directly at anyone when it's they a, fire it it's a, it's a complete it's no no illusion. so um, that is the the safety procedure right which i suppose is a civil matter but then you have the legal matter now the armorer is responsible. Somehow, a projectile was in that gun and, and hit this woman and her friend and her director. Somehow it got in. That's that's one safety flaw. It wasn't checked properly. That's another safety flaw. But my question is, and I, maybe there are lawyers out there watching this and listening to this podcast, and no one's really tackled this because I think no one, everyone is. Everyone is going with the line that Alec Baldwin is devastated and the family doesn't blame Alec Baldwin. I know the family doesn't blame Alec Baldwin. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you're right. That doesn't matter. Doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. You yeah. know, I, if I go out and kill someone in a car accident, the family may not blame me, but legally I might be guilty of careless driving, reckless driving. You know, those are British terms or Irish terms. It'll of be driving. interesting to see how it develops. This well, when, when my, my, my question is, uh, and... One of the ADs that I spoke to over the weekend is a former soldier, right? And he says, in the army, when the armorer 
even in the army, when the armorer hands you a gun and says it's not loaded, you check it. He checks it. He, he always, they, they always check it. When an armorer tells you, in the army, and if I hand this cameraman a gun and say it's not loaded, and he points it at you and pulls the trigger and kills you, I don't think I absolve him of guilt for that by, saying, by telling him it's not loaded. Well, all of this is going to have to well, be worked out by someone. Yeah, and, and you know, so when you hand, when Alec Baldwin's handed that gun and told it's not loaded, I wonder legally, does that, does that absolve him from responsibility of pointing at someone and pulling a trigger? Now, it's complicated by the fact that it's a movie set, and as, as Orson Bean once said to us, actors on movie sets, you know, they, they, they become almost, not like children, but they love being directed. It's a very... Uh, directed atmosphere, you know, literally they're told stand there and they want to be told to stand there and they want to be told, I mean, I spoke to an actor over the weekend and he says his biggest nightmare is a director who won't direct. Uh, you know, they want to be told how to say the line, they want to be told how to express, you know, and then they'll work within their own skill set to make it better. But, so they're in this almost childlike place where they're being told what to do and Alec Baldwin was told it's a, apparently was told the gun is safe and he pointed it at someone and pulled the trigger. Does, legally is that enough? Because I know at home if, you, uh, if you're a, dry, a professional driver uh, and the company tells you the car is safe and you go out and the tires are bald and you crash and kill someone, it's your responsibility. You are responsible for the, for the weapon, for the car that you're driving, not the company. Right? You're, you're criminally responsible for whatever damage you do. And surely it's the same when you fire a gun at someone. But I'd love some lawyers out there to tell me what happens when someone hands you a gun and tells you it's safe and someone in a position of responsibility for the safety of that gun. Uh, does that absolve you from guilt? Um, I think a jury would have to decide on that, probably. But we'll see. And yes. I think we're, this is going to go on and on. I mean, obviously, everyone's been exercised by this story. The whole world is talking about it. It's kind of extraordinary and, yeah. and, and awful and very awful for a child left without his mother and, um, and a husband left without his wife. I, I just want to say, like, I'm, I'm not saying that Alec Baldwin is, 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 is a criminal. I, I, this was anything criminal, but in a sense, you know, the, the deliberately criminal, but, you know, I, I, actually, you know what? Let's no, you don't know. So you don't you, know. You no, don't know. But I, there'll be an investigation. There'll be an that's, investigation. That's how they're going to find yeah. out. So Oxfam have dropped Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman bingo game that they had, yes. featuring J.K. Rowling after trans protests. So obviously this was an Oxfam thing that they had. They just had one to of raise games. money. To raise money. Oh, no, for starving money. children. Yes. yes. So, us, so they, have, they have a bingo game. Uh, you know, that they were using to raise funds for, as you said, starving children. And... The trans community have got all up in arms and very, very upset about the fact that J.K. Rowling was one of the women who was featured as a Wonder Woman in the bingo game. Yeah. And of course, we can't have that because J.K. Rowling said the most awful thing, you know, the most dreadful thing. She said women were women and men were men. Yeah. And this is J.K. Rowling, who's probably done more for childhood literacy oh, that's than true. That every true. Oxfam project across the planet. And she's probably done she, more for she women. Had children. She's probably done more for women's writers, by the way, as well. By yeah. bring, by she, becoming she, she had children lining up outside bookshops to buy books. Like, yeah. you know, you know this, is a, this reminds me of, of Michelle Obama, you know, get out and move campaign, you know, and, you know, uh, 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 nobody paid any blind bit of attention to her. And then Pokemon came out with their game and suddenly 
children were wandering all over the streets out and about you know so this is very much like jk rowling you know she, she, you know literacy campaigns you know write something children want to read and boy will you will you go so so she is a wonder also, woman she was an amazing woman she was an amazing woman who was you know a single, a mother. single mother who you know was on very limited income and decided she was going to become this writer and just and did it and i mean not just did it but i mean was is i i think sells more copies of of her books than the bible like mm. she's really huge and the, and she is a wonder woman and she is an amazing person and a great, and a woman who's you know who's so, but the, from, but she has uh, offended the trans lobby oh, yeah, and you can't uh, do that. and but I, of course i know dave Chappelle has said it but i I actually, you've heard me say it before, I, I love the word TERF. I want to be a TERF. It's just it's the idea of being a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Quite amazing. It's a great trans word. Trans-exclusionary radical, radical feminist. feminist. TERF. So, and he, he calls himself that, right? Yeah, no, he's, on, he he's on Team TERF, he says. He's on Team TERF. I, lo I, lo I just love the word. I love the, the idea, too. I want to be a trans-exclusionary radical feminist, only without the radical feminist. But I love TERF. It's a nice word. It's a great word. It's a great word. And uh, he he's on Team Turf. I I like oh I like the word. I just the, the wordsmith in me likes the word. So, talking of um, com no, <laughs> I don't think there's any good segue into this no, next not. story. No, so there's not. So it was just this story. Uh, no, it was just this story in uh, in Breitbart actually. You know, report political consultants are distancing themselves from Liz Cheney, right? And it's like, uh, so basically, Kevin McCarthy, right? That piece of, ugh, careful you know, now. Yeah, come on. Steady now. Uh, you know, just look at him. I mean, he's he, he's the Republican leader in the Congress, isn't he? And he's he's probably our congressman, is he? Or he's Californian congressman. Anyway, you know, he's one of these. He was he was anti-Trump up until he realized he'd better get on the Trump train. He uh, he's just the world's most conventional thinker. Uh, he just anyway, they're at this. Crap again! Do you remember that before Trump they did this? You know that if, you, if if any consultant supports this candidate, they'll never work for the Republican Party again. And it was always Tea Party. You know, you work for that Tea Party candidate against our establishment friend, and we'll never employ you again. And of course, these consultants who don't believe in anything except money, they all they wouldn't work for. And by the way, you're lucky Tea Party candidates. You're lucky, Liz Cheney, that you don't have these consultants working for you because all they do, you know, these consultants, tell me about your qualifications. Well, I ran Ted Cruz's digital campaign in the presidential 2016, so you're a loser then. Uh, yes. So you're going to charge me less than you did Ted Cruz? No, we're going to charge you more. This is how they work. They charge you more. And a lot of these Republican congressmen get kickbacks or they... The consultants are in partnership with their son or their son-in-law. It's all a dirty, dirty game. And even the ones that are di aren't dirty, the, the consultants just bleed them dry uh, and, and just reconstitute establishment talking points, liberal establishment talking points, disguise them as Republican. We need to be nicer on immigration. We need to, you know, uh, be nicer to Hispanics and be nicer to African Americans. And, and and then Trump comes along and just turns all that on its head and and increases the Hispanic vote and his increases the black vote and uh, and makes immigration, you know, is Mr. Nasty in immigration and Hispanics more Hispanics vote for him. So it's beyond a waste of money. It's actually negative use of money. So, but. Funny, that's not what got me upset. Was just this thing of, if you, you know, Kevin McCarthy. You know, we're not going to give, we're not going to hire you. Forget, why not, Kevin? Like, you know, don't you want consultants to have wide-ranging experience? Don't you want your consultants to? 
to work for all the people, to, to, to go and do polls for these people and polls for that people? Or do you want your consultants to work for you, have the same focus groups? And we all know that focus groups are, are, the, are sham science. It's amazing. I was once uh, part of, not part of a focus group, let's just say we had a movie and someone commissioned a focus group. And you know what? The focus group uh, amazingly came to the same conclusion as the person who focused, commissioned the focus group. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what happens. You commission a focus group to say, I'd love, you know, I want to be nicer in immigration. Could you get a focus group and see how that'll play? And do you know what? They'll come back and say, we've, we've, our focus group uh, agrees with you. Agrees with you. So, Anne, what else? Well, in Ireland, I mean, obviously COVID is rocking on. But, you know, we, we thought it was two weeks to flatten the curve, then it was maybe a month, then two months, then three months, then a year. And it's, you know, it shows no sign of, of going away. And certainly one of the things that certainly doesn't show any sign of going away is the authoritarian health experts who want to rule every part of our lives. And, yeah. ne- you know, in certain parts of the world are worse than others. So, for example, Australia, obviously, New Zealand, obviously, but also Ireland. A headline in the, a recent headline in the Irish Mirror, just extraordinary, Dr. Tony Houlihan, who's in charge of the public health in Ireland. And I, say, I think he basically thinks he's in charge of everything in mm-hmm. Ireland now. Gives the green light, wait to hear this, I love this. Gives the green light for kissing on the dance floor in nightclubs that are set to reopen. Yeah. So nightclubs in Ireland are just set to reopen. Set to reopen nearly two years later, yeah, basically. Yeah. After the two weeks flatten the curve After lockdown. After the two weeks to flatten the curve lockdown. Don't let, don't let them lock anything Talking down Talking of COVID, actually, I just want to go back to what we're doing here in Serbia, you know, filming My Son Hunter. You know, just to show you, this, it's not all glamour and, uh, and, yes. and uh, movie sets and talking to actors. So three, three members of the crew have been diagnosed with COVID since we've started. Now, luckily, it's been... They were, isolated. They were in an isolated sort of area, so yes. it didn't affect the, the whole crew. Well, well they, I ended up sharing a car with one of them. <laughs> and uh, I've been tested. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, we, we, all went, we all went to get tested and, uh, uh, in, in a van. And uh, on the way back, uh, uh, after we got back, one of them was tested positive. I've, been t- I've now been tested. We're all negative. But... Three people, uh, it's, and you know, it's disruptive because some of them were, were important. Uh, and to, had to be replaced. Had to be replaced. Also, uh, just to show you how things can happen, one of, we had an actor for Pride, a major, minor part, a uh, great actor actually, and unfortunately his mother died um, and he's had to return to his home country. Uh, so we're scrambling but I think this is kind of to this replace is, that this is kind of what you have on on film sets. Obviously, there's a lot of moving parts, and a lot of people are the moving yes. parts. Yes. And things happen to people. Um, but talking, going back though to COVID for a minute. Yes. Um, so obviously, the you know the other like huge voice in the on the planet in terms of COVID is Dr. Fauci, and Dr. Fauci has come on you know a lot of criticism against Dr. Fauci, particularly by the way for the discovery that he lied, that he lied to Congress about the gain of function uh, funding from the United States. Mm. He, li- he lied about that. So in fact, actually, yes, the United States taxpayer did in fact fund gain of function research in Wuhan. Um, and I think he, but bizarrely, he hasn't got his comeuppance for that, but he might be getting his comeuppance now. And it's really extraordinary. A story has come to light, and some of you probably have heard of this, where Dr. Fauci has been discovered to have also been involved in funding, funding using and your taxpayer money, American let's taxpayer ju- Let's just money. give the Daily Mail headline here. Yes. Cruel Fauci is condemned for spending $2 million on experiments that saw beagles 
debarked and trapped in cages so flies could eat them alive. Bipartisan fury at reprehensible misuse of taxpayer funds. It's and there's, there's even pictures of the, that, oh no, of the poor terrible, dogs and their heads pictures. stuck in these cages yeah. so flies could eat them alive. The report claims they were also locked in cages with sand flies that ate them alive and underwent a debarking position yeah. procedure. The White, the white Coat quiet. Waste Project alleges Fauci sent 375,800 to a Tunisian research lab. Where they, oh, I mean, it's oh, it's just terrible, ter really, really terrible. That is but it's kind of interesting, though. It's kind of this thing with the world, the way the world is, that people are going to care a lot more about cruelty to animals than cruelty to children. Yeah. Wearing masks and children being kept out of school and people not being allowed to kiss on the dance floor uh, or anywhere else. Or gain a function matter. research in Wuhan. You know, yes, unfortunately, exactly. well, that might be the thing that brings Fauci down. What else, Anne? Well, actually, I wanted to mention, by the way, that I'm trying to think who it was. Conrad. Conrad, oh, yes. thank you so much, who always kind of writes messages to us on YouTube, and we really love Conrad. Conrad, you mentioned you Can haven't seen the cats. Yes, I haven't seen the cats. haven't really. seen the cats for ages and said really nice things about my arm. Thank you very much. I'm doing great, by the way. Um, he mentioned, by the way, that he has now noticed that he hasn't seen the cats for ages, and he's very upset about that. The cats are alive. We haven't killed them, or they haven't died off. And, in fact, Top Cat's doing brilliant. Um, the appendage that he had on, what removed. would you call that? He got I don't that know. removed. It's like, it's like support, those are that's yeah. support for the three pins and the metal. There's a metal, was a metal plate down the, the middle of his leg. And it's great. They took it off, and he's actually doing really, really well. And we have lots of friends staying over, taking care of him right now. So he's doing, he's doing great. Can, he's I, can I just explain why you may not have seen Top Cat? So he was not doing well because he used to jump up on things and jump down and not allow his bones to yes. fuse so we've been keeping him off the table in front of us uh, uh, during the podcast because we don't want him jumping off the table so that is why we have um, you've not been seeing as much but here are more photographs of Top Cat and Scaredy Cat and Scaredy Cat exactly yes. And it, finally, and I know today is kind of a different kind of podcast because we're first day of the shoot and it's all very exciting, but I wanted to say, um, I noticed in the recipe section that we haven't posted the fantastic recipe for red pepper soup, which I highly recommend and think everybody should make. So I'm going to just do it very, very quickly and I'll just do it through pictures. So look at these pictures right now. If you want to make this red pepper soup, it couldn't be easier. Look at the onion, potato, celery, garlic, and carrot yes and just chop 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 put that into the pot with some butter and saute that saute that saute 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 then about six red peppers look at them chopped up mm -hmm. obviously you de-seed them and chop them up nicely throw them into that pot put in some um chicken stock and a bay leaf you can see the chicken stock and the bay leaf there mm -hmm. boil that up boil 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 and boil, 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 look at that. With peppercorns, by the way, with black peppercorns. Don't forget to take the seeds out of the peppers. Don't forget to do that, I just mentioned that. Okay. And then put your immersion blender in there and give that an immersion blending. And I cannot tell you what a nice soup that is. Highly, highly recommend it. And I know we mentioned it before in the show, but I know that, I noticed, as I said, that the recipe was not put up on our, on our, on our yeah. site, so it should be. Well, that's, that's kind of wrapped. I just want to say one thing. Uh, you can say we, we, one remember thing. we talked a lot about energy uh, recently? Yes. And uh, we had someone listening in Ireland who was listening thinking, I wonder, there won't be blackouts in Ireland, will there? Next thing she's in the dark. Yes, so uh, they're, already, they're already blackouts so in Ireland. So uh, we recently um, wanted to buy a generator in Ireland, yes. and we wrote to a, a, a builder supplier about buying a generator and that. And they laughed at us. They laughed at us. They said, you can't get them for love nor money can't now. can't get generators. You know, the government assures us there will be no blackouts this winter. 
uh, absolutely no way, because even though they cover, closed a couple of peat-fueled and gas-fueled uh, power stations gas because fueled. to reduce the... Uh, Greenhouse gases. Uh, the greenhouse gases. They also but you know what they're reducing? the peak ones. But you know well. what they're really reducing? They're reducing the lights and the electricity that's available in Ireland because they've made themselves so dependent on renewables. And that's the same as in Texas yeah. and all over the world. Just, and that's but, all happening but they've assured way, us, just, in advance, they, they've just in advance of the climate talks that are about to yes, happen they've this week. They've assured us there'll be no electricity cuts in Ireland. Really and everyone's responded to that assurance by basically buying up every generator that ever existed in Ireland and everyone that could possibly be imported. So the guy says, I'm not even taking orders. It's just such a backlog. I'm so hoping, by the way, by next week, I'll have a little bit more energy. I got no sleep at all last night because a little bit of a difference with the time. So I've got the nine hours of difference yeah. in the time. Oh, yeah, you has created around. some jet lag issues. So um, I'll have more energy next yeah, week. Yeah, you, you flew and it was a 13 hour flight from Los Angeles to Istanbul and then a couple of hours from Istanbul to, to Belgrade. Belgrade. So but quite the trip. Just to finish up by saying thank you everyone who has supported us. You've made it possible that we are here. Please give what you can to mysonhunter.com, mysonhunter.com, and we will talk to you in a week. Thank you. Bye. Hey.